Welcome to Linux in the Shell, Episode 11, the DU Command. My name is Dan Washko, I will be your host today, and I would like to remind you that this show is hosted by Hacker Public Radio, and if you like this show, please head over to Hacker Public Radio and see how you can support the overall project. It's a fantastic project. Also, this audio component is a supplement to the write-up on the website. For the full skinny on the DU command, head over to linuxintheshell.org, check out episode 11's entry. Well, let's get into it. The DU command. Basically, the DU command stands for disk usage, or it displays a usage of all the files or directories in a certain location. Uh, by default, it displays those in blocks kilobyte blocks to be specific. So if you were to execute a DU command in your home directory, it's going to show you uh, line by line each file, how many blocks and kilobytes it's taking up, and also each directory, um, each directory in there, it'll show each file in that directory and recurse all the way through in the subdirectories, provide a listing for how many blocks that file is taking up in kilobytes, and then at the end, when it's finished, a sum total of all the blocks, how many blocks are being utilized by that directory. You can change the the block size from kilobytes, which equals 1024 bytes. You can change that to just about any other value acceptable, um, megabytes, gigabytes, petabytes, terabytes, you name it very much like you can in df command you just pass it the dash capital b option and then specify the the label for what you want so for instance dash b, capital b capital k is the default kilobytes now you can also specify dash k for kilobytes or dash dash block size equals k so the dash capital B is the uh, same thing as dash dash block dash size equals, and then specify the value. You can do dash M for megabytes, but you could also do dash capital B capital M or dash dash block dash size equals M for megabytes. Now for gigabytes, terabytes, petabytes, exabytes, zettabytes, and, and so on, you have to, there isn't a dash equivalent it's dash capital b and then g for gigabytes t for t terabytes p for petabytes e for exabytes and so on or dash dash block dash size and a lowercase equivalent of one of those values now keep in mind much like the df command where if you pass like dash capital b capital t for terabytes and you don't have a terabyte drive more than likely, what it's going to show is a value of 1 for being used, because there, there's not a full terabyte in there of blocks being used, but there is some value, but because there is some value, it slows 1. If you try to specify something like petabytes, exabytes, or zettabytes, you might get an, an error message that comes back that says, dash B argument, um, Z, capital Z, or capital E, or P, whatever you have passed is too large. So keep that in mind. You want to... You want to keep it relative to what the size of those files are going to actually be. And you can circumvent this on most newer versions of DU with the dash H or human readable output, which is one of my favorites. So if you were to do dash DU space dash H, it puts it in human readable. And like the other ones, DF and free, 
what I said is it kind of truncates it to the nearest three digit value. So if it's if it's under a meg, it's probably going to show it in kilobytes. If it's over a meg but under a gigabyte, it's going to show it in megabytes. And once it reaches, uh, you know, over a a gigabyte is going to show it in gigabytes as opposed to megabytes. So the dash H could be very handy uh, for how it is displayed. Now, when you specify or execute the DU command, it launches in the current directory and displays everything in that current directory and recurses through all subdirectories and displaying each individual file on hand. You can pass it a file or a directory and get the value for just that file or directory. Now, remember, if you pass it a directory, it's going to recurse into each individual subdirectory and provide you with that information. Whereas if you pass it a file, it's only going to provide you the information for that file. When it's finished, like on a directory, it will show you a total on the last line of the value of that directory in kilobytes. Now, if you wanted to find out how much space, how many blocks your home directory is taking up, you can pass it to dash S or to dash dash summary option, which instead of showing you each individual file and how much space, foregoes all that and just shows you the total amount of blocks taken up by that location. So it can be a file or it can be a directory. For instance, du dash S M slash home slash dwashko would show the total amount of space in megabyte blocks taken up by my home directory not each individual but just the the overall total you can also limit the directory recursion with the dash d or dash dash max dash depth command equals some value so that would be a, a numeric value from zero to how many directories deep you would actually want to go so if you specify zero that means don't recurse into any subdirectory it's the same thing essentially as passing the dash s commander summary to that location whereas if you were to pass one it's only going to recurse one subdirectory into any directory and show you any files that are in there and the summary for any subdirectories that are in there. So that's that's what you're going to get is a listing of all the files in that current directory, all the subdirectories. So it's only going to go down one level, but you will see in that one level, you will see any files in there, their amounts and any subdirectories, but not what's in those sub, that second level of subdirectory, but just a total. And then you'll get the total at the bottom again if you're just passing the dash mat d um, so be aware of that that's how that operates the max depth um, there's an option to exclude files with the dash dash exclude equals and then you can pass it a file name if you want to just exclude one file or you could pass it a wild card like asterisk.txt which would exclude any text files that it finds in there or asterisk.png and exclude any PNG files in the totals. Um, the other option is the dash capital X or dash dash exclude dash from equals, and then you're going to pass it a file. And in that file, you would list all the files that you want to exclude from being processed by the du command. Now you can specify not just files again, but patterns. So if you wanted to exclude 
like all image files like asterisk.png, asterisk.jpg, asterisk.gif. You could put that into a file and pass that to the du command, and it would exclude all of those. So it's it's pretty flexible as to what you can do. Now, if you listen to what I have been saying, du displays its output in blocks. I didn't say file size, I said blocks. And there's a difference there, and it's an important difference, because it's what differentiates, I believe, the df command from the du command is how stuff is reported, and that's in blocks. Now, what a block is, is your your file system is separated or or formatted into blocks of data, and typically the block size for your file system is going to be roughly 4K. 4K is equivalent to 4,096 bytes. So 4K blocks, typically what most distributions format on the ext4, ext3, ext2 file system. And you can check what your block size is on your file system if it's an uh an fsck or ext file system by by doing dump e2fs your device like for instance i'm sda2 for my root file system or sda5 for my home file system here i could do dump e2fs slash dev slash sda5 pipe grep and in double quotes capital B block space capital S size. So it's block size in end quotes, and then it will show me what my block size is on that file system. Now, chances are you might have to run that through sudo or run it as root, not as a standard user to see that. But that'll report the block size. And then understand what that means, okay? A, a, a block can be filled, can have data or not. If a block has data in it, it's full to du. If a block has no data, it's empty. But if a block is half full, it's still considered a block of use, use space to the file system, to du. Now, if you have a file that is four kilobits in size, that's one block. Du is going to report that as one. Now, if you have a file that, let's say, is seven kilobits in size, that is going to be reported by du as two kilobit blocks being used. So you're saying, okay, one kilobit, one, one kilobit or four kilobit block is 4,096 bytes. Two kilobit blocks, okay, are going to be what? That's 496 and 496, which comes out to 9,192 blocks. So anything that's a file size of, say, 497 to 9192 bytes is going to take up a second block, regardless of how much of that second block it takes. So you could be losing anywhere from 4,095 blocks to one block kilobyte byte of space. Be aware of that. But du is going to report it as either one or two, depending on how much space. So you might be saying to yourself, well, if I have a ton of files in there that 
are not breaking on four kilobits a piece is do you actually accurately reflecting how much quote space the files are taking up yes and no but if you want to get a number that shows closer to the what df would show or what you would expect by saying okay this this file is only 7258 bytes so it's not taking up two blocks well it is taking up two blocks but not all of it i'm not getting an accurate representation of what that file size actually is you can pass it the dash dash apparent dash size and that'll show you how much apparent space it is taking up not by blocks but by whatever value you're passing and by default it's going to be kilobytes so whereas a file that may be um let's see a file that may be 7000 bytes in size you pass du to that file it's going to show a value of 2 by default but if you pass uh, a parent size it's going to show a value of 7000 bytes or more than likely like 1.2 files and you can muck around with this using the dd command uh, to test this if you do dd if which stands for input file equals dev slash dev slash zero output file of equals um, test and then a bs equals a block size of, of 4096 and count equals one that's one block you use du on that command and it's going to show you um, a value of one whereas if you were to pass a block size equals 7000 a bs equals 7000 and a count of one when you pass it into there it's not going to show you a block size or if you pass it into bytes it's going to show you a block or parent size is going to show you like 7000 as opposed to it being one or, or it's actually going to be two blocks so be aware of that there is a slight calculation difference in how it how it calculates um, i've focused and i've made mention disk du by default block size not a parent file size so you're not getting the full amount of space that you know the file size in there you're getting how many blocks it is actually taking up in your file system and that is a very 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 important differentiation in calculating things because you might have a file system that's capable of holding a gig of space right but technically speaking that's only a gig of space in blocks so if you have data in there you can exhaust your space, you know, your space um, before you actually exhaust quote, all the files in there equal that total number of space by your blocks. Probably not going to be in most cases that great of a difference, but it can be, uh, it can be a you know little significant. So it's just just important to be aware of that. Important to be aware of that. Very important. Um, so remember, a parent size shows the value of the the files how much space they are actually the size of the files as opposed to how many blocks they're taking up another thing to be aware of is how disk usage or du handles links both hard and symbolic links by default it doesn't deference links so it doesn't necessarily follow the links that is it it will not count multiple instances of a hard link so it won't deference and it won't deference or follow symbolic links okay so the the latter option for deferencing not deferencing symbolic links is dash capital p or dash dash no dash deference doesn't follow those um, so that's the default if you want 
to to change that you can pass the dash capital L or dash dash deference flag and then DU will follow symbolic links to their original files and include those in the values um, the dash lowercase L or count dash dash count dash links will count multiple instances of hard link each time that instance is encountered so by default if encounters a hard link it only counts it once for no matter how many hard links you may have in that file system that you're looking whereas if you pass the dash l it'll count each one of those hard links in the, the, the total instead of ignoring it okay so that that's that now as, aside from looking at just the amount of blocks that a file takes up you can get some other information out of there uh, particularly different time values uh, for instance you can get if you pass it the dash dash time it will show you the modification time of any file or, or in, in director in that directory or any subdirectory so by default dash dash time is going to show you the m time or modification time so that that can be pretty handy now you can change that with dash dash time equals and then a word now there's three words here three values here m time which is the modification time last time the file was modified that's the default so you don't need to specify that but then there's a time which is access time. Now that's the last time a file was accessed or read. And then there's C time, which is the last time the inode was changed. Now you might say, what is the difference between access time, C time, and M time? Well, M time, if M time, when M time changes, so does C time. Okay, that's when the inode was changed. That's when a file was changed. So C time and end time kind of go hand in hand. If the file changes, then it changes the C time. But A time is a little different. C time is based on inode, and inode holds information of a file uh, that includes like time values and permissions, ownership, etc. So anytime that you change anything in that file, uh, modify the file it changes seed time but also if you change a file's permission it alters the seed time but it doesn't alter the modification time okay so be aware of that and then access time is essentially the last time somebody looked into that file or opened that file that's access time so if it was modified it's going to change the a time it's going to change the seed time but if you're changing the permissions on there it's only going to change the seed time not the modification time or the a time okay so there, there's some of the differences there. So you can look at those values by passing the proper dash, dash time equals word, A time or C time. M time, you don't have to pass anything because it is the default. So be aware of that. Now you can change the way that the time is displayed. By default, it uses a, a format that is the ISO format. And that shows year, year month month day day hour hour minute minute what i mean by that would be like a four digit year two digit day two digit day two digit hour in military time two digit minute and you can change that if you really wanted to by with a dash dash time dash style equals and then it accepts the formats that you can pass to the date command so if you just wanted to specify the hour and the, and the minute or i'm sorry the year and the 
and the hour you can pass it the plus uh in double quotes percentage capital y percentage capital m and it would show you the year and the hour if you wanted to just show the hour and the did I say dash, did I say M? That would have showed the euro in the minute. It would be dash Y capital Y. Let me rephrase that. Per, percentage capital Y percentage capital H is it would be the year, four-digit year, and the two-digit month minute. I think I have that right. Let me double check. Yes, capital Y is four-digit year. Capital H is two-digit hour military time. Uh, if you wanted minute, you could do capital M for minute zero zero to to fifty nine, two digit minute. So look at the man command for the date command. It shows you all that uh, information on how to get it, and the man uh, man du will show you how to get that in there. So again, to recap, the disk usage command du command is a great way to see how much space. A file or your directory is using in blocks by default on your file system. Uh, if you want to get more fine-tuned how much space a file is, how large a file is in bytes, kilobytes, megabytes, whatever, apparent dash dash apparent dash size is the key there. So just be aware of that. I thank you very much. If anything was unclear to you, head on over to the website. Or if you haven't head on over to the website before listening to this, do so. Read up on the uh, du command. Follow the links in there, which will uh, hopefully solidify anything else that I've talked about, uh, if you're unclear on that. And to watch the video of the du command in action. Thank you very much. Thank Hacker Public Radio for all their support. And I hope to see you in a fortnight. You have been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by a HBR listener like yourself. If you ever considered recording a podcast, then visit our website to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club. HBR is funded by the Binary Revolution at binrev.com. All binrev projects are proudly sponsored by Lunar Pages. From shared hosting to custom private clouds, go to lunarpages.com for all your hosting needs. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike 3.0 license.